Hello once again, this is Matt Davis, Public Relations Director for the Meridian Public School District. In our first edition of the True Blue Podcast, you'll hear from Meridian Public School District Community Engagement Specialist Deidre Bland and Meridian High School College and Career Counselor Tiffany Roberts. During their discussion, they're going to talk about things that Meridian High School seniors should be doing as they prepare for college and graduation. Hello, I am Deidre Bland, the Community Engagement Specialist with the Meridian Public School District, and today I have the pleasure of talking with Tiffany Roberts, counselor from the Meridian High School. Good morning, Mrs. Roberts. Good morning, Ms. Bland. How are you? I'm fine, and yourself? Uh, doing pretty good. Excited to be here to talk about the good things happening at Meridian High School. Yes. I know as a counselor that you wear many hats, one being the focus on getting our students to college. So today's focus is going to be on just how that is to occur, you know, uh, the importance of FAFSA, how the kids can obtain information about scholarships. And first, we're going to start off by talking about FAFSA. We keep hearing that. So I want you to elaborate on what the purpose is. Are there any deadlines that we should be aware of? And most importantly, what is the parent's role? Okay, that's a great question. Um, the FAFSA is the free application for federal student aid. Um, and if you need financial aid to help pay for college, which everyone does, um, you must complete the FAFSA. Uh, the application opens in October of every year, October 1st of every year, and must be completed each year that financial aid is needed. So starting with their senior year of high school, um, that, that application just covers their freshman year of college. So then they have to do it again uh, throughout their years in college to get financial aid for each um, additional year of college. Um, it is a um, student and parent application. Uh, they have to have the information from both parties, and they will need um, to set up an account, and that gives them what they call a federal student aid ID, and that will be how they log into their account from then on. They need their social security number, driver's license number, if they have one. Um, for this year's FAFSA, they will need their 2019 tax records, records of any untaxed income, records of any assets, and then the student needs to also have a list of schools that they're interested in attending. And they can put up to 10 colleges on the FAFSA at a time. But then if they change their mind, they can go back in and change those colleges. But there can only be 10 on there at one time. Um, and the FAFSA is um, required for all federal uh, financial aid. So even at Meridian Community College, the tuition guarantee program, they cannot receive that tuition guarantee until they have completed the FAFSA. Um, and we, we try to have at least two what we call FAFSA days each year. Um, we did one in the fall. We have, with COVID, things have been exactly. a little different. Um, so we haven't been able to do them this year the way we have in the past. But we are excited to announce that on February 24th, we will be doing a FAFSA drive-through day um, with the help of MCC and Get to College. Um, Wonderful. That's part of our um, just trying to try new things um, in this crazy world we're living in today. Um, and there will be more information coming out about that um, in the next couple of days. And that information will be sent out through student emails and through parent emails, um, also on our social media, 
Uh, but if students will check their emails, okay. they will get a lot of information about FAFSA. There's been stuff sent already to all of our seniors, um, a checklist of what you need before you go, before you start the process, the importance of it, deadlines, that type of thing that come along. Now, as far as the general deadline for the FAFSA, it's not until September of the next year. But when you are looking at scholarships and specific grants, there are different deadlines along the way. Okay. So I understand that the kids need to pay attention to their emails for upcoming information regarding, you know, FAFSA and, um, and scholarship information as well. But is there anything that you could possibly share with the audience now as far as maybe websites that they could go to? Are there any resources out there, which I know there are, so that the kids can start applying for some of these scholarships now? Uh, yes, again, check your email, 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 because when I get scholarship information, I send that out to all of our students. Um, we also have a section on the MHS website uh, that is under uh, Counselor's Corner is the okay. title of the section, and under there, there's lots of information. There's FAFSA information, there's scholarship information, um, there's uh, college application information. All of that is there. Again, it's on the MHS website, and it's under Counselor's Corner. Um, there are, on, on the Internet, there are multiple free scholarship search tools, and I also have links to a lot of those on the website, uh, on the Meridian High website. If a parent or a student is looking for scholarships and they are asked to pay a fee, that is not a reputable site. You should never have to pay to search for scholarships or to apply for scholarships. So that's a, a big warning to watch out for. And then get to college, and it's G-E-T, the number two, college.org. Um, that is a fantastic website, lots of information about college prep, but they do have a separate section for scholarships on their website also. Okay. All right, standardized tests. We often hear that students are preparing for the ACT, the SAT, and this is something that could begin as early as a child being in seventh grade. So tell us about the standardized test. Exactly what is the purpose, and is there anything that Meridian High School is offering students to prepare them for this exam, or if they aren't offering a preparatory course because of COVID, of course, is there anywhere that they could go to to find some resources to help prepare them independently? Okay, there are basically two standardized tests that are considered college entrance exams. One is the ACT, which most of our students are very familiar with. Um, that is something that in the South, that's generally what students take for college entrance exam. All of our juniors take it during their junior year, free of charge. It's given during the school day. Um, and for parents of juniors, that test is coming up February 23rd. Um, and again, it's during the school day. Um, we also offer the ACT at Meridian High every time it's offered on the national test dates, which those are on Saturdays. Um, the SAT is very similar to the ACT. It's just another version of a college entrance exam. It's not as popular in the South, but colleges also will take it, those scores. Um, that, the SAT is only given in Meridian twice a year, and that is at Meridian High. No one else in Meridian offers that test. Uh, that test is given in 
October and February, um, I'm, I'm sorry, October and March at Meridian High School. Um, and they are open to anyone in the community can sign up to come take them here. Um, the SAT, the biggest difference is the SAT does not have a science section. The ACT does have a science section. Um, those, the scores from these tests are used to determine acceptance into college. And then once you're accepted, they're, determined, they, they're used to determine which college courses you uh, get to go into your freshman year, whether you have to go into uh, remedial level classes is what they call them, or it's straight into the college level classes. And they are also used for scholarships, both institutional scholarships at colleges and universities and private scholarships sometimes require the ACT scores or SAT. Um, and they will take the highest score you have. So you can take these tests multiple times. And, um, you know, if you take it in 10th grade, the ACT, the highest score, you can make the composite scores of 36. So if you take it in 10th grade and you score a 26, and then you take it again and you score a 24, they're still going to take that 26. They're going to take your highest score that you have. Um, as far as ACT prep, again, check your student email. Um, I have sent out multiple emails with links to uh, free online prep. There are apps that are available. I've sent that information out. Um, there's one the students seem to like. It's um, an ACT question of the day that if they download that app, every day they will get an ACT formatted question that they can um, practice and learn from. Um, when we do have ACT prep opportunities come up in the community or at the school, that information is also sent out through student email. Um, so again, check your email. Um, students also can talk with their academic counselors. We do have an online ACT prep program through the school um, that they just need to talk to their counselors and their counselors can get them signed up for that, get it added into their account, um, and then they can do that anytime they want on their own. Um, again, gettocollege.org, they have an ACT prep section on their website. And then there's also the ACT Academy, which is through ACT itself. Um, YouTube has ACT prep videos. There are thousands of free resources out there. Um, MCC does ACT prep classes um, on a pretty regular basis. They're like six-week classes. Um, and they're available through their continuing education um, outreach program. Um, so there, there are, like I said, there are hundreds or thousands of free ACT prep resources out there. Um, we have in the past had some Saturday kind of ACT, what we call boot camps at Meridian High. Um, we are looking at trying to figure out how to do that with the restrictions that are in place due to COVID. Um, so, again, check email, check our social media, because once we have something set up, that's how the information will be dispersed. Okay. What is the minimum ACT score that a student would need to get into the Meridian Community College? Um, well, again, they can get in with a lower ACT, um, but they may have to go into remedial courses. Um, to go straight into the college-level courses, you have to have a, um, they look at the subscores. So the ACT, you get five scores. You get a composite score, which is kind of your average of all the sections. 
And then you get a, a subscore for English, a subscore for math, one for reading, and one for science. And so each of those courses, uh, course areas, looks at those subscores on the ACT. Um, or if you, and if you don't get the subscore you need, MCC offers a, a test called the AccuPlacer um, that you can uh, call MCC set up an appointment with them to go take the AccuPlacer, and they will take that score to determine placement. Um, so there are options for students if they don't meet the requirements. Um, but generally speaking, you can get in someplace, um, maybe with a 15 or 16 on your ACT, but you would be going into remedial courses. Um, but to get scholarship money, generally speaking, you need a 21 or higher to even look at any scholarship money. Um, so that, you know, again, take it multiple times, bring those scores up, prep in between, just taking it 10 times isn't necessarily going to improve your score if you're not doing the prep work in between. Right. Thank you. So what about the parent's role um, when it comes to a parent of a senior? What exactly is it that they should be doing right now? Are there, are there any suggestions, uh, any tips for them? That you would like to share with the parents? Um, senior parents, the biggest thing is to be there for your child. Senior year is crazy. It is exciting. It's fun because it's your last year in high school, but it is also very stressful because they are making life-changing decisions about their future, trying to decide, do I want to go to college? If I go to college, do I want to go to a community college, or do I want to go to a four-year, or do I want to stay in state or do I want to go out of state? There's so many questions that these um, students are facing their senior year. Um, so it's important that the parents are just there and being supportive. Um, and that the kids need to know their parents are there to help when they need them, but parents do not do the work for your child. Absolutely. Um, next year when they are in college, parents will not be able to help. Um, that is a federal law. Um, it's hard for some parents to realize that that freshman year, that parent can't call the professor and say, hey, my child needs this, or call the um, academic office and say, I want to check on my child's grades, those kind of things. They are not allowed to release any information to parents. So we need to be teaching our children now how to do for themselves. So it's real important that the parents let the kids do the work. Um, the other thing is make sure your child is still being successful in school. There is a real thing called senioritis um, <laughs> that our kids get, and they like to they want to slack off a little bit their senior year. Um, Meridian Public School District has Power School, and there's a parent portal in Power School. Parents can log in at any time and check their students' grades and their students' attendance. So it's very important that parents are checking that and making sure their kids are coming to school, um, whether that is in person or virtually. Because um, we are seeing uh, a lot of attendance issues this year with COVID. Um, so we need parents to make sure their children are in school. If, you, if parents don't have the login information for that parent portal, they can contact their child's academic counselor and we'll get that information to them. Um, another thing parents need to do is push them to apply for scholarships. There are hundreds of scholarships every year that go unpresented um, because no one applies for them. Uh, you can't get what you don't apply for. 
So make sure that your students are applying for scholarships. Um, if, a, if your child is trying to decide between multiple schools, sit down with them and do a pros and cons list yes. for the different yes. schools. Um, you need to look at cost. You need to look at location. You need to look at majors offered. Um, one thing that people don't think about is you need to look at dorms. How are they set up? Um, some dorms have what they call community bathrooms, which is you know several dorm rooms on a hall and then the and then a bathroom that's you know in the middle of the hallway that everybody shares some dorms have private bathrooms you know those are things you need to think about before you show up at college and you realize oh I, if i've got to go down the hall to take a shower right. or those kinds of things so you need to look at those um and all of that information is available on the college's website so you can do that there um, if possible arrange a college visit even if it's virtual, um, your child needs to really get a feel for the campus before they make a decision about where they're going. And then that at this point in the year, they're going to start receiving financial aid packages once they've completed the FAFSA and they've been accepted. You need to make sure your child understands that financial aid package. Um, if they're getting loans of any kind, that's something that child is going to have to pay back after college. So they need to really look at, it may look like, oh, I'm getting to go to college pretty cheap, but they're not realizing that part of that money is loans. That at, in, right. After four years, you're going to have to pay that money back. Um, and if you need help understanding financial aid forms, there are people available to help with that also. And then the last thing senior parents need to be doing is enjoying every minute. Um, it won't be so long true. before your child is what they call grown and flown. Um, so enjoy this time with your children. Um, help them as much as you can. Steer them in the best direction you can. Uh, take advantage of the help that's offered through academic counselors, through um, not just at Meridian High, but also at the colleges, your um recruiter for the college or the military whatever you're going into whatever you're choosing after college ask for help that's what people are here for so if you don't understand reach out to us ask us and let us help you through this process yeah so parents we got to teach our kids to be self-sufficient um, of course we can still support them when we are doing this and know that it's very hard and for our students, most importantly, they need to constantly check their emails. Parents, remind your students, have you checked your email today? Is there anything new that we need to be doing or that we need to be aware of? Um, Mrs. Roberts, I understand, of course, that we are a gear-up school and that there are some scholarship opportunities for our seniors associated with that. Can you enlighten us on that as well? Sure. Um, Gear Up stands for Gaining Early Awareness and Readiness for Undergraduate Programs. And Meridian Public School District is very fortunate that we have been selected to be a part of the Gear Up program. It is a, a grant um, that we can use, and it, it goes into effect with our current 8th grade students. And then all of those above 8th grade benefit from it right now. But it will follow those 8th graders through graduation. Um, through Gear Up, our hope is to increase our students' and parents' knowledge and understanding of post-secondary education preparation, options, and financing. Um, one of the big benefits for our, for our students is that if they graduate from Meridian High School, 
um, they automatically qualify for a $3,500 scholarship to use in their first Ooh, year of college. That's great. That's huge. Um, and it, it, it's not based on grade point average. It's not based on ACT score. It's not based on financial need. Every student who graduates is eligible for that um, scholarship. Um, now, in order to get that scholarship, they must complete the FAFSA. Um, again, it's it's aid, it's financial aid. So it it all goes back to completing the FAFSA, getting that information done. So, but we'll also be able to use gear up money. Like I said, with the current eighth graders on up, you know, hopefully some of the COVID um, restrictions will go away and we can do more. Um, typically, we would use gear up funds for college visits and that type of thing, which we haven't been able to take kids to college visits, you know, because of the restrictions right now. Um, But we have, you know, I have sent out some virtual college visits. We've had some recruiters that have come in to the school um, to meet with individual classes. Um, We can't do the big group meetings right now, but that's something we'll be looking at as those eighth graders progress through is taking them on college visits, getting more recruiters here to our campus, having bigger and better college fairs. Um, all of those types of things go in with Gear Up. ACT prep goes in with the Gear Up. So students, you need to make sure that you see your counselors about this Gear Up scholarship of $3,500 um, that you could possibly be eligible for. That's a lot of money and it will definitely be a tremendous help to you when you go off to college. Um, of course, as we close, um, I want to make sure that if there are any questions that a parent or a senior has, uh, how can they get those questions answered? Is there an email address, a phone number that we can share with everybody so that they could contact you? Sure. Um, I I actually have um, all of the academic counselors contact information here with me. Um, Our academic counselors are divided by last names. They're alphabetically divided. Um, Mr. Shannon Hosey is the academic counselor for um, 10th through 12th grade students with the last names that start with A through G-O. His phone number is 601-484-4425. And his email address is shosey. That's S-H-O-S-E-Y at mpsdconnect.org. And again, that's last names A through G-O. For last names that start with G-R through N-A, the academic counselor is Ms. Tanyara Patton. Her phone number is 601-512-0920. And her email address is T-P-A-T-T-O-N at mpsdconnect.org, and then for 10th through 12th grade students with last names starting with N-E through Z, uh, their counselor is Ms. Shirley Silliman, and her phone number is 601-484-4435, and her email address is S. Silliman, which is S-S-I-L-L-I-A-M-A-N, at mpsdconnect.org. And then um, my official title is the College and Career Counselor. Um, so I work with all of the students, 9 through 12. And my, my again, my name is Tiffany Roberts, and my phone number is 
484-4445. And my email address is troberts, which is T-R-O-B-E-R-T-S, at mpsdconnect.org. All right. Thank you so much. Well, a child's senior year is definitely an exciting time, and it's also kind of nerve-wracking as well uh, as they embark upon the next chapter in their life. But I hope that all of this information that has been shared today is very beneficial to everyone. And if you have any questions or concerns, be sure to reach out to your child's counselor. And hopefully some of our juniors are, are listening and their parents, so they all know what is upcoming and they can go ahead and get a jump start and start preparing for uh, what they're going to have to encounter next year as a senior. Mrs. Roberts, thank you for your time. I greatly appreciate it. If there's anything else that you wish to share, please go ahead and do so. Okay, I do want to miss, mention um, the Mississippi aid application. Oh, um, there, um, you, once you complete the FAFSA, that's the federal mm -hmm. aid. There's also a Mississippi aid application. It's referred to as the MAP, um, and it is additional financial aid that you can get just because you graduate from a school in Mississippi if you are attending a college or university or, or community college in Mississippi. Um, just like the FAFSA, it must be completed each year that you need financial assistance. And if you complete the FAFSA, when you get to the end, there's a direct link that will take you to the Mississippi aid application, and it will automatically import some of your information. Or you can go directly to the Mississippi aid page and, and do it separately. Um, but there are three main grants that are available through the MAP. Uh, one is the HELP grant. The HELP grant um, covers tuition and fees for up to eight semesters at a public institution in Mississippi. The student must have a 2.5 or higher GPA and a 20 or higher on the ACT. Um, and the deadline for that is March 31st. So that deadline will be here before we know it. And you have to have completed both the FAFSA and the MAP in order to uh, be eligible for that. The MTAG, which is the Mississippi Tuition Assistance Grant, covers up to $500 a year for freshmen and sophomores and up to $1,000 a year for juniors and seniors. For that one, you must have a 2.5 or higher GPA and a 15 or higher on the ACT, and that deadline is not till September 15th. And then you also have the Mississippi Eminent Scholars Grant. That covers up to $2,500 a year. Um, those students must have a 3.5 or higher GPA and a 29 or higher on the ACT. That deadline is also September 15th. Um, so, but if you meet the deadline for the HELP grant, which is March 31st, then you automatically meet the deadline for the others. Um, and that website, if you want to go directly to that, to that website, it is msfinancialaid.org, uh, I believe. I didn't write that down. Um, but you can just do a search for the Mississippi Aid application um, on Google. Um, and then I do have some um, reminders for our seniors. Now, we've talked to the senior parents about what they need to be doing, but I also want to reach out to those seniors and talk about what they need to be doing right now. The biggest thing is finish school strong. I know I know senioritis is, is in effect right now. I remember those days. I had it too. Um, <laughs> but 
finish school strong. Make sure you're doing everything you need to do to get the highest grades you can get in your classes because that final GPA that you end up with is what will be used for scholarships, um, entrance, that type of thing. And I also want to say that if you are offered a scholarship and it's based on GPA and then your GPA falls after you have been offered that scholarship, they can go back and pull that scholarship from you. So you need to make sure that you're finishing strong, keeping that GPA up. Um, Seniors need to be at school every day. You need to be here on time, in every class, getting all of the instruction. Um, That's the way you keep that GPA up, and that's the way uh, you are successful. Complete the FAFSA and the MAP. Even if you don't think you're going to college next year, even if you think you're, you know, you're going straight into the job market or you're going straight into the military, go ahead and complete the FAFSA and the MAP um, because your plans may change. And if they change and you didn't meet those deadlines, then you lose out on that money. So go ahead and complete it. It's not going to hurt you um, if you decide not to use it, but you can't use it if you don't apply. Get your resume in order. Um, it's very important that seniors have a resume. Um, whether they're applying for jobs or college or scholarships, your resume is going to be needed. I can tell you that when students ask for um, recommendation letters or reference letters from me, the first thing I do is I make them give me a copy of their resume so that I make sure that my letter is reflective of what, the, what all that student has done. Um, so your resume needs to include any honors and awards you've received, any activities or organizations you are involved with, both in school and out of school, any volunteer work or community service you've done, work history, and your future plans and goals. And that makes um, makes it much easier for someone who is writing a recommendation letter for you. Um, and it also makes it easier for you when you're filling out applications if you've already got all the information together. Um, make sure you're meeting deadlines. Um, I cannot stress enough that colleges have deadlines and they stick to those deadlines. Uh, If you, if the housing application is due March 15th and you do it March 16th, they don't even look at it. I mean, they are very strict with deadlines, so make sure you're reading everything you're getting from those colleges and following those deadlines. Um, It's also that time of year where we need transcripts. Students are going to need transcripts for applications. They're going to need transcripts for um, scholarship applications. There are some jobs that are requiring students to have transcripts. So I just wanted to mention that um, if they need transcripts or if they need college application fee waivers, because we also offer those through Meridian High, um, they need to see Ms. Price, our MHS registrar, She handles the college application fee waivers and the transcripts. Um, And then continue to apply for scholarships. Don't ever think you have enough money. Um, Scholarships can be stacked, um, which means, you know, if you end up with more money than it costs for you to go to school, you end up with money in your pocket. So um, apply, apply, apply. Sometimes I hear kids say, well, that's only $200. It's not even worth applying for. We have, well, it, it may not up. seem like it, but it adds up. Yeah. If you get five $200 scholarships, you've got $1,000 to go toward college. So apply, 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 and then make your final decisions. You know, go, it's time to narrow down those choices, make the final decisions about what you want to do, 
Um, I, I do want to also mention that we sent out a senior survey through email, um, kind of asking where our seniors are right now in the process, because we do have a lot that are virtual, so we don't get to see them. Um, you know, where are you? Have you filled out college applications? Um, how many have you filled out? It's okay to fill out multiple college applications. Just because you apply doesn't mean that's where you're going to go. Um, you may get accepted at five different colleges, and then you have a choice. If you only apply to one and you only get accepted to one, mm -hmm. you don't have any choices. So apply to multiple schools. Do your FAFSA. Um, fill out that senior survey. And when you do get accepted, when you get an acceptance letter, when you get a scholarship award, make sure you're sharing that information with your academic counselor because we do want to spotlight our seniors as they're receiving their offers. Um, this is the most exciting time of the year for us because we get to see their futures um, coming into place and falling into place and the excitement in the kids' eyes as they, you know, they come and say, I got a letter, I got a letter. We love that. So please share that information with us because we want to celebrate with you and spotlight you as you step out into the future. It's time for um, us to kind of let you go and let you fly. And, you know, it, it's exciting and it's scary and all of that at the same time, but we want to be a part of that. So make sure you're talking with your academic counselors your teachers, your principals and administrators, right. we all want to celebrate those things. So make sure you're sharing that information with us. And again, if there are any questions um, about anything, college applications, financial aid letters, FAFSA, anything, please reach out to us and let us, let us help you. And how many um, college applications do you suggest that the kids complete a minimum of? Uh, a minimum of three, um, and and really what the what the thinking is out there is that you need to apply to your dream school, absolutely, and you need to apply to your safe school, mm -hmm. and then you need to apply for one kind of in between. And on one thing, students don't understand is colleges have to have diverse populations. So colleges in California need people from the South right. to feel their diversity. So you may get offered more at a college in California because they need that population from the South than you would get offered from somewhere in Mississippi. So always apply. It, you know, the worst they can say is no, right. and you haven't lost anything right. by applying. So I say a minimum of three. Um, I will tell you, my child um, graduated from Meridian High four years ago, um, and she probably applied for 10 to 15 colleges. Um, you know, she wasn't sure what she wanted to do. She wasn't sure where she wanted to go. So I was like, well, apply. See what they offer right. you. You know, and then make your decision off of that. And the more you apply, the more choices you make, and you're not being forced into a decision. Um, if you limit yourself by not applying, then oftentimes you are forced into, you only have one option. Right. So the more you apply, the more choice you have. Well, I know you better get ready for a lot of questions and people come in to ask for assistance. Do you plan to be at the drive through FAFSA that you mentioned? Yes, I will be there. Um, that is going to begin, that's going to coming up February 24th. Um, it's going to be from 10 to 6. Uh, 10 in the morning till 6 in the evening. You will have to set up appointments right. for that. 
Um, we are waiting on that link from Get to College. Um, once we get that, you know, that sign-up appointment link, it will be sent out through email um, to our senior students uh, through their school email and also to the email addresses of parents that we have on file in PowerSchool. Um, so be looking for that. Um, it will be, again, it's a drive-through. You won't ever get out of your car. So it's, you know, all the COVID and CDC restrictions will be in place. It will be a safe environment. Um, um, it, it, they're going to roll a computer up to your car window. Um, you will never get out. You won't have to get out of the car unless it's raining. And if it's raining, we do have a backup plan. Yes. Um, so we'll still do it the same day. It'll just be a little bit different. But um we plan to have three different stations set up so we can service three different cars at a time. Um, we will need the student and the parent. Um, or, you know, if both can't come we need and need all that information I mentioned earlier, we will need it for both the student and the parent um, to be able to com complete the FAFSA um, with them. But um, I'm looking forward to it. We've never done a drive-through before, so this is something new and exciting and we hope you know that it just gives our parents one more option to get those questions answered and get the help they need. I think it's going to be a tremendous success and I understand that each slot is about 45 minutes that's yes. the amount of time that the parents will need and then if it rains we're just going to move into the Tommy Delaney Center correct? Yes. Okay all right well students stay in touch with your teachers make sure that you keep the line of communication open express any issues that you might have uh, especially if you're having difficulty understanding the content that's being taught. And most importantly, parents and students, you all have access to power schools. So you know how your child is, is performing, and students, you know how you're performing. So there are no surprises. Keep going to power schools so that you can see how things are, how you, those averages are coming out. And if there's something that you need to do, then you can go and see your teacher to get the help that you might need. Pay attention, students, to your emails, also to your U.S. mail and deadlines, most importantly. Um, there's a lot that's going on right now. Uh, be patient and um, best wishes to everybody. And if you have any questions, you know how to get in contact with Mrs. Roberts. And we hope to see you all at the Fast for drive Through on February 24th at MCC at the Tommy Delaney Center from 10 to 6. We hope you enjoyed the first edition of the True Blue Podcast. And we look forward to joining you soon with more great things taking place in the Meridian Public School District. The True Blue Podcast is a production of the Meridian Public School District, where learners become leaders.